Cardinal Sean often says that being a Catholic in Boston is a contact sport. And I think he's right. Being a Catholic in Boston is a contact sport. If you think about it, we've lived through the different scandals in the church. We live in an increasingly secular environment where being a person of faith is less and less common. And then to add to that, the interior struggle which each of us has to fight. Since being a Catholic is a contact sport, it is so important for us to go back to the fundamentals. The fundamentals of why it is we do what we do. And the most, and the most fundamental point of our faith is this. There is a God who loves you so much that he thinks you're worth dying for. There's a God who loves you so much that he came from heaven to earth, was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary and became man for you. Then he suffered for you, then he died for you, then he rose again from the dead for you so that you could be forgiven of your sins and adopted into his family and then live forever. But it's not enough for us to simply know things about Jesus. Each of us really needs to know Jesus for ourselves. If you are joining us today for the first time or the first time in a long time, welcome. We are so glad that you're here and you're joining us at a great time because today we are starting a new message series called Rebuilt Faith. And we're basing this series off of a new book that just came out called Just That, Rebuilt Faith. And the subtitle is A Handbook for Skeptical Catholics. And since you've joined us today, we have a free copy for all of you. You just need to reach under your seat, and there it is. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) This is not Oprah. (laughs) But we do have a bunch of copies, and I hope you'll take one as you leave. The book is divided into 40 chapters that are meant to, be rent, meant to be read over a period of 40 days. So, if you start today, you will finish before Easter. And we think about the 10 minutes or less that it'll take to read is the perfect complement to your Lenten observance. Through the course of this series, our goal is to help you refresh, renew, and rebuild your faith. Faith is the firm conviction that everything contained in sacred scripture is true. Faith is a gift that we receive by grace, but faith is also a choice that we make. We choose to believe we give our assent to faith. Faith includes the firm confidence there's a God, that there's a God who loves you and that he wants what's best for you. Pope Francis has said, Faith is not a theory, a philosophy, or an idea. It is an encounter, an encounter with Jesus. And I would also add, faith isn't something that we've simply inherited and do because it's what our parents did, nor is it something that we just do for one hour a week. Faith is the encounter with Jesus Christ that leads to a relationship with Jesus Christ that then begins to shape our entire life. 
And really, that's the mission of the church, the Catholic Church, and our Ascension Parish, to bring more and more people into this growing relationship with Jesus Christ. When I was little, our family would recite our prayers before we'd go to bed, and if I'm honest, a lot of times it simply felt like we were just repeating a, a formula, kind of like the way that we'd say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. But you know something, there's a world of difference between the Pledge of Allegiance and even a spoken, memorized prayer. Because when we say our prayers, or no, when we pray our prayers, we are actually speaking them to somebody who sees us, who hears us, and who loves us. And without this growing relationship with Jesus, our faith doesn't make any sense. A big part of growing in relationship with Jesus is striving to follow him and to live out his teachings more and more. And we call this process discipleship. Discipleship is about following Jesus, it's about learning from Jesus, it's about imitating Jesus, and it's about trying to live as he wants us to live more and more in the midst of our own personal, unique circumstances. So while each of us has our own personal discipleship path that we must walk for ourselves, there are in fact similarities in the different steps that we have to take. This is what we'll be diving into a little bit in the coming weeks also through the, the lens of this book. And, and here's where it gets a little cute. And we've, I think we've talked about this a while ago, but STEPS is also an acronym. STEPS, S, serve, T is for tithe or give, E is for engage, as in engage in a community of faith, P is for practice, practice prayer and sacraments, and S is for share, because we don't wanna keep our faith to ourselves. And the steps that we take along our discipleship path are not things that are once and done, but things that you can continually go deeper in. So no matter for how long or how closely you have been following Jesus, you always have a next step. And the steps that we're talking about as we move through Lent, these are the things that are inherent in living out the great commandment to love God and to love our neighbor. How can you hear the voice of Jesus that invites you to follow him? How can you hear the voice of Jesus that invites you to follow him. Well, our, our gospel today gives us a clue. We read, the spirit drove Jesus into the desert. But when we hear the word drove, we shouldn't think that Jesus was like pushed from the outside, but rather we should think that the spirit led him by his heart. And that's our experience too. For us who know and love God, sometimes we get calls from him to do or to not do certain things. These calls resonate deep in our hearts in the place that we call our conscience. 
as the catechism teaches, it's in our conscience that we begin to hear the whispering voice of the Holy Spirit. And when a conscience is well-formed, it calls us to love and to do what is good as well as to avoid what is evil. The more we listen to it, the clearer the indications it gives us of God's will, even when it calls us to do something that we don't want to do, we know that it's a voice we must obey. Our conscience gets sharper when we follow it, and it gets duller when we don't. Following our conscience helps us advance along our discipleship path of becoming everything that God has created us to be. And when we don't, we lose a lot of the happiness and the fulfillment that God wants us to have. We'll close with just one more detail from the gospel. It said that Jesus remained in the desert for 40 days. And herein lies the pattern of our Lenten observance. These 40 days, excluding Sundays, are like the training camp when we make increased, increased use of the means that help us grow spiritually, especially prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. These are the things that take our hearts off of passing things and focus them on the things that are eternal. The things that promise us lasting happiness in this life and the next.